Hello again, and welcome to Super Deluxe Gamescast for Thursday, August 13th. If you're not aware, SDGC meets right here every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines and the politics of both games and the industry. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, thank you for joining us tonight. Feel free to stick around. Now, very important, there are, there are two housekeeping matters I want to get out right at the start before we launch into anything else. Before we, before we introduce our guest, I had, I had been thinking about how to... Yeah, I'm getting some echo. Anybody else hearing some echo? I'm hearing, yeah. definitely hearing some I'm echo. I'm hearing you bounce back, on, which right. is probably... Hmm. And it, it, it can't be me. Everybody just back away from their microphones a little bit. <laughs> Blaine, I don't know if you're using headphones, but, but maybe turn yours down I don't down hear any more, though. All right, we're good. Just keep going. Gone. All right, let's All just right, go. Yeah, let's that was just go. weird. It's fine. So I've been thinking about how to spruce the podcast up a little bit, right? And I looked around at my lighting, you know, and I was like, you know, it's not, it's missing something. It's not SDGC enough. So I decided to, to fiddle. Whoa. Look at that. For everybody wow. listening, for everybody that listens at <laughs> Which home, is 95% uh, of our audience. <laughs> John's room just turned purple. <laughs> Yeah. Weird. Yeah. No, I actually had some. Uh, I had some. Uh, some smart lights installed into my ceiling. You got and a so lava lamp in there too. I I do actually. Yeah, I use it. To, I use it to get groovy whenever I whenever I want to get groovy. Say, that's a fancy and, way to say you installed mood lighting. I know, right? But uh, uh, I also before we start, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to give two shout outs. One uh, to my buddy uh, Nintendo, who's in chat right now uh old old don uh don is having just uh like the rest of us he's having a rough time over there uh you know we're all kind of having a big sad don just wanted to let you know that uh we're all with you bud and we love you and uh you're a good friend not just of me but of the podcast and uh just wanted to make sure that you don't forget that and uh and the other shout out i wanted to give was to my son who is actually watching the podcast right now as he always does uh he lives with his mother uh and uh, just wanted to let you know, bud, that I love you and I miss you, and uh, I am very much looking forward to hanging out with you tomorrow when you come uh, when you come visit. So, see you tomorrow, bud. Uh, real, don't real repeat any of the words you hear. Don't don't repeat any of the words you hear. <laughs> real real quick before ask, we launch I have into to stuff. Not <laughs> Wankle rotary no. engine. Oh no! Oh no! No, Blaine, Blaine, swear away! Like, yeah. swear away! It's, no, it's too late. Before we move on, I also have a quick shout out to uh, John's son. Um, we apologize, and we hope the best for you. Hey, I'm a good dad. I'm you a are. great dad. You are, but he's still so wait, your son. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, let's do some introductions. Of course, I'm John. For those listening, uh, we got Derek tonight. Derek, what's up? Our producer. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm doing good. I have obviously shaved my head in a panic. It's Britney bitch moment. And that's all that's happened with my right day. Off, right off the heels of saying, I'm I'm so looking forward to having my hair back. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Fucked it up, John. Fucked it right up. And, the, <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, who else we got? We got, uh, one of our social media team, Jeff. Jeff is here. Hello, Jeff. Hello. I do still have my hair and my, uh, hairdresser is on mat leave, uh, until like a year from now. So I'm, we'll see how long this goes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we also, we have the other half of our social media team. Uh, Finn. Hey. Hi, Finn. By the way, if you've ever rolled your eyes at one of our tweets lately, you're welcome. 
It's <laughs> definitely Finn. Like, Finn, you're I incredible. Can, I can and, absolutely always tell when Finn is tweeting. Also, I, 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 uh, at Nolan Nerdcast, uh, Derby City Derek, Mr. Megative, just for the people that are listening and, ah, yes. and don't know what voice Oh, right. Yeah. We should, we so, should do that. We don't introduce ourselves, so we have to get used to this. We realize that 200 episodes in, we don't <laughs> have to get used to A shout out, real quick shout out to, 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 to Reb. Uh, who is uh, still in the podcast DM? And she the other day she was like, "Hey, some very very gentle advice for, advice from somebody who watches the show. You should really introduce yourselves." But and I was like, "It only took us uh, what four years and two hundred episodes, but I think that's a fantastic idea." Yeah. So yeah, so, thank you, Reb, and thank you for whoever suggested that. I to, mean, to Reb. every single. Every, every single one of us just started cracking up when she was like, yeah, so, that was <laughs> little note. <laughs> so yeah, Twitter, speak, uh, I'm Justin, by the Twitter way. Twitter is usually yeah, this is Justin. all talking. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we, we have a guest tonight. Uh, we have a guest tonight. So for anybody who can't see her right now, uh, because you're listening, Blaine is wearing a, somebody in chat said Deadpool. That is the Prowler. Like get your, it's get not, your, you're like, no, that is the prowler. No, I, I thought it was it's Deadpool. Purple. No, it's a purple prowler, Deadpool. But this mask is a Deadpool mask. It's like is it a Deadpool? Color thing. How how yeah. the fuck oh. is it a Deadpool? Mask? No, that's the prowler. I don't I don't give a oh. shit. The tables have turned, John. No, that's turn prowler. in your comic card. That's that's prowler. I'm sorry, but the, the color scheme, that that that's prowler. That's not prowler Deadpool. doesn't have the gigantic. I bought this before um, into the Spider Verse. I right, so it's prowler got popular. Yeah. Anyway, Blaine, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Blaine is a just vibing. Of the, Blaine is a member of the SDGC community, and as anybody who watches or listens knows, we've been inviting uh, community members on the podcast to kind of chill out and hang with us. And uh, Blaine is a very, very uh, not just prominent but important member of our community. And uh, Blaine, you you've got your own thing going on. Thank you. So like, where can people actually find you uh, when you're doing them streams? So. Um, I haven't been streaming a lot, but I've been trying to do more. Um, you can find me on... Wow, I forgot my Twitch handle. How about that? It happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh, this is the I've Blaine Clutch, right? Play... Yeah, yeah, thank you. No, because I used to go by something else, and now it's like, oh, I gotta remember that. Uh, Blaine Clutch on Twitch. Um, I'm gonna be doing a... I did this a charity stream to raise money for a bail situation a little while ago. I ha as a promise to us raising money in that I have to do a it's over when it's over pathologic two stream on PS4. So that will be happening at some point. Yes. I can't quit and I can't save scum. I just have to keep playing until I can't play anymore. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. All right, so yeah, but but Blaine, we are we are very happy that you were able to join us uh this week. Um because you're great. You're just great. I'm right? happy to be here. Um, I've been look and, looking forward to this. And we've been looking forward to having you on. Uh, and and speaking of the podcast and and like, boy, there is just a metric shit ton of stuff to talk about for once. Um, so Derek actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> Derek actually had this nice and parsed out. 
as to how we're going to go about this. So and we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> right. Like this is SDGC, of course. So, you know, yeah. anything is anything is possible. Uh, but, so, Derek, why don't you kick us off? Uh, yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you tell us how this is going to go? So we got to move through the, the way this is going to work is we have two smaller headlines, which might have been bigger topics on a less busy week. Um, but we're going to talk about kind of a weird situation around the sinking city and its status on various digital storefronts. Uh, after that, we're going to move on very quickly to um, control and some choices that the team has made regarding whether or not next gen owners are, uh, will, will be able to get a free upgrade to like the PS5 or Xbox One or not Xbox One, Xbox Series. I already hate these names uh, version. Um, and then we've got three fairly big topics we've got to burn through. There's been a lot of. Uh, Xbox Series X and Microsoft and Halo related news that we want to go over. Uh, there is some big moves that Epic Games is making in regards no, to what are you talking the about? mobile the mobile phone platform owners. Um, and then there is a major name who departed Capcom that has some pretty wide reaching implications for the future of their games output. So I want to start. With these, wow, I want to start with these smaller headlines. And Blaine actually brought the situation with the Sinking City to us. So, Blaine, I want to kick this over to you, if you don't mind starting. What is what is up with Sinking City? Like, so hit me. Um, I, uh, I remember Zach actually got me into the game. Well, he didn't get me into it. I was interested in it. He did the after hours and, you know, really kind of dissected it. And that's what got me to kind of want to really jump into it. I put it down for like five, six months or whatever. And I recently, I'm like, oh, let me jump back into that. I never beat it. And I have a bunch of games I got to beat. I go, oh, let me buy the DLC because I'm actually enjoying this game. And I go on the PSN network and I can't find the DLC. I go, oh, well, let me just go to the store page. Wait, but it's not letting, wait. So then I look and there's no store page. It's just gone. So completely I, delisted from PSN. Yes. Um, just PSN? Didn't it just or came out like a year ago? Yeah, it hasn't well, been out long. When did it come out? Like it, end of 20 Here's like where me and Blaine year. were talking some. Because <laughs> we found out <laughs> it's a little weirder than just that. Yeah, basically, Derek was at work, and I was just sending him all these links of, like, this just gets wilder and wilder. So um, I look up, like, did the game get delisted? And what I find is an article from, like, September of 2019 saying that Focus Home Interactive had, was apparently attempting to... I don't have any of these links on hand also. I'm sorry. Otherwise, I'd link them in chat. But um, um, Focus Home Interactive is apparently trying to welch on a rights deal that they made with the developer Frogwares, which was, oh, after a certain amount of time, it reverts back to you. And this was not on the Sinking City. This was on the Sherlock Holmes games that they made. I... Uh, I do remember that with the Sherlock Holmes game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, did that have like a domino effect or something? I don't I don't find anything else like that having to do with it. However, I start looking online. It's on the Xbox uh, storefront. Not the Windows storefront on Microsoft, but Xbox. Um, I go to their Twitter to see maybe they've talked about it. And there is a tweet, but all it says is that we know the developers saying we know it's been taken off of multiple sources and we're working to rectify that and i'm like oh, okay so i send that to derek i send it to derek and then i see i see the date june 27th 2020 which means that this has been like i don't know how long that this has not been on psn 
at least that long though put back on at least that long if not longer and they haven't said anything else however they did announce that it was put on origin ea origin for pc and it's available to purchase on their website and at some fucking website that I don't remember. It's one of those like CD keys, some green man is gaming, it, but not. But it's, is it is it still on Nintendo Online? It's on it's on Nintendo Online. Yes, on Nintendo uh, Online. it has been delisted. Yeah, I think the Switch port just came out recently. I'm, I'm yeah. just looking into it as well. Uh, just I was curious about the PC situation, and yeah, it's pulled from Steam, Epic's Game Store, and GOG.com. Yes, but you can mm-hmm. still buy it from the developer's website uh, and the and, Humble Store and on Origin. Why? And and Why? again and on Xbox and eShop, but not on PSN. That's really weird. Why why is this? Like, do we have any theories as to why this might be? I mean, the I closest no, me is. Me and Derek have been trying to figure this out for like five days. It's yeah. No fucking answer. The, the closest right. I can find is that I mean, like I said, uh, there's there's this idea that maybe that's it's being delisted as part of this rights ownership battle between Focus Home and Frogwares. But that doesn't explain why it was taken off of some platforms and not others why was it taken off some pc platforms and not others right it's on origin but not on epic games where it launched like not on on steam like i just i don't it none in origin games are even on steam <laughs> this one's not it's it's very weird um but but yeah i mean the situation's been ongoing for you know a, a couple weeks now um and and yeah unfortunately we kind of came to attention to it only about a week ago so i don't know if maybe it got delisted um you got someone in chat saying that that last i heard focus removed it and frog is putting it back um i haven't seen like which if it maybe got delisted from some storefronts earlier than we caught attention to it and then it started coming back that's, but it's just so weird that's what i'm theorizing because like i could see it being pulled from everything except maybe their website and then like they made the deal with origin but, like, the fact that it's on, like, every console but PSN, and it's on, like, weird, random fucking things on PC, but not any of, like, the major storefront. Like, Derek, if you already mentioned this, I'm sorry. My, I no, it's good. that for a minute. But, like, um, like, I thought maybe it was, like, an EA exclusivity thing for the PC, but then they wouldn't let them sell it on their website. So that can't be it. Yeah. Or, or it wouldn't affect PSN if that was the case. Like, it, it's just weird. And... And I don't, I don't have a clue what could be going on. It's, it's just buck wild, y'all. It's buck wild. Yeah. So apparently, yeah. and sorry if you guys covered this or already knew about this. Um, oh, just doing some more reading. Apparently, there, there was other games that got pulled as a res- Like you said, it was like a dispute where the the rights reverted to Frogwares. Some of the games that were pulled, like years past or last year or something have started coming back earlier in 2020 so okay. maybe sinking city but yeah it's but it appears that sinking city only got delisted recently so yeah since they only made a recent post poster, about it if i remember correctly it was pulled from yeah. steam about two months ago it looks like hmm. yeah that is that is it that is just that is bizarre and honestly i'm surprised that we haven't seen any of the major outlets cover that. Um, like, it's not you know, a huge like, game, I, but it made some it, waves when it came out. I mean, it, it's it, like, you know, well, I was just about to say, you know, like it's not like it set the world on fire per se, but at the same time, like there's a definite market for, for Lovecraft mythology. Uh, and, you know, the, like it's a weird enough situation to where I, I feel like it, I feel like there is somebody should have picked up on it. Um, 
it's just it, it's, people may have, but it just may not have blown up. I mean, you know, admittedly, we're talking about Frogware games are never exactly the front of conversation. So and it's you know, especially if this was happening at a time when people were really obsessively waiting and looking for like E3 announcements and replacement E3 streams and things like that, you know, I can see it maybe passing under a lot of people's radars, even if pieces got published. Uh, I mean, it's it could very well be what happened to us. So, you know, I'm, I don't know. I, this is just wild, y'all. So I guess we're going to pay attention to what keeps happening with that. Yeah, let's uh, see. Yeah, let's 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 see what happens. Yeah, sure. um, I, I'll be I'll, it'll be interesting to read pieces about what happened when this is all over with, I think. Um, what do we got next on the docket, Derek? So next, um, and I'm wondering uh, if one of y'all, whoever of y'all wants to start off discussion on I'll, this. I'll take this one. Yeah. Uh, Justin, if you just want to go ahead and, and take it then, man. So um, the other day, uh, Remedy and 505, uh, the publisher for Control, announced that there is an ultimate oh. edition of Control coming. Uh, it is $40 and comes with the game and all the season pass content and expansions. Um, it comes out on Steam August 27th, um, and it comes out on consoles um, September 10th. Now, uh, normally, that's fine. Control, awesome game. Uh, especially the second DLC is very exciting for a lot of people. Um, however, there is a caveat. Uh, only a big fucking caveat. Only the Ultimate Edition buyers will get a next-gen upgrade. Anybody who has already purchased the game has to buy it for a full $40 again if they want an upgraded version of Control on next-gen. Um, I bought the game and the season pass last year as well as buying the game as a gift. I have already spent over $100 on Control. Um, I have talked about it a lot. People have bought the game based off of my recommendations. I gave them over $80 earlier, and yet I don't get this upgrade. There is no functional difference in the version of Control that I have with the season pass um, and the Ultimate Edition. I looked very carefully to see if there was any other kind of um, features or even skins and costumes added. And as of now, it seems it's just the game and the season pass content. It's so um, fucking stupid. And yeah, so they announced that the other day and there seems to be no upgrade path. Like, I'd be still be upset if it was, you know, like 10 bucks or something for, you know, to give me the ultimate edition benefits, whatever, if they want to charge somehow for a next-gen upgrade. But there is no upgrade path for me, somebody who spent twice as much money Wait, so earlier. you literally can't even buy, like, an upgrade? Nope. No, no. I literally have to pay $40 to get the ultimate edition um, when I get my PS5 if I want to. And the thing is, it's not even just, like, a PS5 xbox series x release this is a current gen release that just will allow people that purchase it to get that up this is a game that and barely today, runs on current consoles anyway like yes that, that's that's kind of the other other thing about it this wasn't a game that was particularly polished on the current consoles this felt like, always felt like a game that was next gen ready and especially on pc where they have ray tracing features and stuff really seems like a next gen game <laughs> um, and it was one of the things I was most excited to play when I got my um, 
when I got my new console. Um, because I, you guys know I love this game. This was my game of the year last year. I'm still super excited for this AWE expansion. And also, the other thing that sucks, it was just last week when there was the big announcement of the release date and the trailer for the AWE expansion, which has a lot of things for remedy, a lot of Remedy fans. And people were like, hey, I'm going to buy Control. People bought Control last week after that announcement. They don't get the upgrade. So um, They don't have an option to get the upgrade. And there was also a stream today that was debuting the first gameplay from this uh, DLC. And they actually limited it to only people that had already subscribed for a month to the Remedy Twitch channel could comment so that people wouldn't be spamming them with angry um, comments about about this. So, So here's my problem with all this, right? aside from the fact that this is just a scummy practice to begin with, right? I I was afraid that we were going to start seeing stuff like this moving into next gen. And as, as distasteful and gross as we all think this is, um, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, um, we are going to, one, it's going to sell. And two, because it's going to sell, we are going to see it's control. It's probably not going to sell that too, that well. Well, I know, but but here's the thing. How, think about how many launch games we're going to have for these new consoles. I mean, I mean, launch games are. I mean, there's usually one gem, and the rest are just eh. Okay, that's that's the launch cycle for each one of these generations, right? So so why wouldn't you upgrade to something that you know you like, that you know is going to run good, and it gives you something? It gives you something really cool and nice to play on your shiny new console. It will sell. I guarantee you it's going to sell and That's and fair. you are going you are going to see other publishers latch onto this shit. I guarantee it. And it is so unbelievably anti-consumer that it's it, it, it's difficult to fucking breathe. I think what's like, frustrating just, for me is is that it's being offered for one version of the game and not for others. Like there's going to be a, a fucking lot of games that came out in the last year or two that are not going to offer upgrades. And I think that's what most of us were expecting before the first games offered upgrades. It just feels really shitty that like if I had bought control a year ago on, on PS4 instead of on PC, like to find out that some people will get to upgrade and I will not like, I can't even drop 20, 10, 20 bucks, whatever you know, for like that digital upgrade key um, blows my mind. I, I Blaine, you had something to say. What's up? Yeah, go ahead, Blaine. Yeah. Um, I mean, to kind of bounce off what all of y'all have just said, like, number one, Justin and I, we have been very vocal about this in the Discord and on Twitter. We're going to buy this. It's going to happen. At some point, we're going to, because we love that game to fucking pieces. Right. Um, on, on top of that, like John was saying, as far as like, you know, it's this, it's, you want something familiar to bounce off of. Not just that, Remedy has already said and laid the groundwork that this has been something they've been planning for. I mean, okay, if you've over seen any of me and Justin's theories, it could be over a decade. <laughs> it could be um, anywhere between that and, and at least eight years. It can't be less Almost, than that. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they don't we could get Alan Wake 2, an actual sequel in PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X. We could get a Control 2, or they've said that they want to do something in the same universe that's not Control, if I remember correctly, correct? Maybe Alt or Delete? Right. Oh my god. Yeah. 
they, they have a they have a big publishing deal with Epic for their next title, and they have confirmed that that title will be in this kind of connected universe that they started setting up. Right, with right. So yeah, so like imagine you know you get hyped up on all that, and then. Now it's just the situation of like, but hey, fuck you if you don't buy the best version. And and I could even I'll just say this right now, like, because I know there's gonna be people. Because I've said how like I thought if people were overreacting to Mortal Kombat 11 when they did the whole aftermath thing for less money, and I still stand by that because I and I think you basically said this already, Justin. But like, if if this was just an issue of a, a ultimate collector's edition that has all the content for a 30, 40 bucks, I don't think people would be pissed as much as they are it's the fact that like or even if you had made a ps5 version like a year from yeah now, like you said exactly hey, so, exactly that would make like, more sense that yeah, wouldn't like, get people pissed because right. at least it's a version yeah you could Go literally on, just call it the no 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 you, like you could literally just call it, i mean p- games do this all the time call it the control game of the year edition or control ultimate edition mm-hmm. release it on next gen console. it is the ultimate exactly. edition but like yeah it is the ultimate <laughs> yeah, like, release exactly it, it on next gen as its own game because i think and i think this would all be a non-controversy if like justin and blaine mentioned uh there was an upgrade path uh, like a next gen upgrade pass like it would still rub the wrong way because we live in a world of like smart delivery now and backwards compatibility and it feels mm-hmm. feels like a like a cash grab but a ten dollar like upgrade for existing users is still more palatable than asking to shell out a full 40 bucks jeff uh i will say perfect. i still have a problem with that idea though the idea of paying for that upgrade i mean you're right yeah, yeah. that it is more palatable <laughs> But I think that's more. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff. You go on. No, that's all right. You're you're really not gonna like. Actually, a lot of people aren't gonna like what I'm gonna say. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> spicy. Let's do it. I, I've I've just I've got a very different perspective on this. I and it it's it's not a one rule applies to all. My feeling is, um, you know, and I don't have a lot of money, so it's not like I'm rich and I can afford all this stuff. But if I buy a DVD. I'm not owed a Blu-ray when a Blu-ray eventually comes out and all this stuff, someone has to work on these things and they take time, they take resources, especially for a smaller studio like Remedy. I'm going to give them a little more leeway than I am with like something like Ubisoft. But um, I really, I know there's been precedent set, but I don't have a problem with the theory of always paying, you know, in the end, if I bought a game for PS4, to me, the only thing I'm owed is the product that I paid for, which was a PlayStation 4 game. And now, if someone wants to give me, make that work on my PS5 and enhance and stuff, that's fantastic. But them not doing that doesn't take away from the product I bought, right? But, so, but the, the issue here is I, that I have, I'm going to get that. releasing just, a PS4 game. I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to get for to that. a lower price than what we paid. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. So. Sorry, I lost my train of thought now. Um, <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, uh, don't worry about it. You, you, oh, shit. Here's, I, I here's, I lost it. <laughs> here's, 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 here's one of the things that, that kind of burns me about the whole situation is that, you know, there should be some kind, there is supposed to be anyway, some form of backwards compatibility on these consoles, right? It's, yeah, like, um, you could play your so, PS4 version, right? It, it, exactly, right. So, so what that? But you know, it has been made clear that that 
that backwards compatibility is going to be up to the developer or the developer slash publisher, not to Sony or, or, or Microsoft. They've made that clear. Uh, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. No, but, you're correct. It is, right. it is at publisher's discretion. Right. So, so what that tells me is that they like for somebody who's already shelled out 60 bucks, they are actively making the choice to, to deny you backwards compatibility and charge you extra to play the game on, on your new, on your brand new PS5 or, or Xbox console. And that to me, when these consoles have like, if, if, if there was no BC at all, okay, that's one thing, but these consoles are able to play Xbox one and PS4 games. You got the me game back built. on track, John. What's that? Yeah, so you got me back on track, and I I agree a hundred percent. So where I was going was, in theory, it's I'm fine with the idea of yeah, just holding the game for a year, and then you know you release a better version that's only PS5 or give everyone upgrade path. But the problem which Justin has and everyone has is how they did it, screwing over those early adopters, and like you said. Um, like everyone said, there's no functional difference. It's not like Spider-Man Miles Morales, where it's kind of like a modified version of the game. It's like literally when this installs on your PlayStation 5, the Ultimate Edition or whatever, uh, it's just the game and the DLC. The, the system like doesn't recognize. They have to work to prevent you uh, from downloading that on the older version. But I, I guess what I'm saying is like I... There needs to be a way to compensate studios for extra work put into creating, especially like if they want to go back and touch up a game that came out like a year ago when they're probably already working on their next project and they have to break off 10 people. I understand that that costs money and time, but it has to be done right. And this clearly was not the fucking right way. So I'm sorry. That's that's all I was trying to spit no, out. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's fair. I, I agree. And like that's why I said with at least with a, a studio like Remedy, um, I would be okay with paying like 10 bucks for an upgrade path. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like 2K it, for NBA 2K21 and GTA <laughs> have made it clear that they're going to be charging for next gen upgrades. And clearly, I am not going to be okay with, you know, a, a publisher and studios of that size doing it. But like, this kind of just feels like a worst of both worlds situation with how, with how they handled it. And I, I hope they, um, I'm trying not to say. I hope they remedy the situation. Uh, I just real quick, uh, real, quick, Justin, real quick, real quick. Can I cut in? Just want to say I see some new people in chat tonight who seem to be enjoying themselves. Go ahead and hit that hit that follow button. I'm not going to tell you to sub. Just hit that follow button. Follow us. Give us the numbers, please. I got to shill for a minute. You, uh, anyway, okay. please continue. But yeah, but that I I think that kind of bring, brings us to, to the end of that specific point. I'm still excited yeah. for AWE. I'm still going to play it right when it comes out. I already bought it. Um, but um, yeah, and like if, it, if it is just one... a frustrating. Oh yeah, yeah please, like, go ahead. It's 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 for me. It's mostly, it's like whenever we have these conversations, like um, like two K with the whole oh this game is going to be uh seventy nine instead of fifty nine or whatever it was the price increase was like, it's these little things that on their own are really not, they're not super consequential. But when you ask yourself like. What impact is that going to have going forward? Which I mean, actually, that yeah. basically has to do with another thing we're going to talk about tonight with the the epic and whatnot. Sorry, my brain just like invented a segue, even though I'm no. not supposed to be in control. <laughs> it's okay. 
Blaine, I'm just you realizing I need to correct the title. Blaine, you are more than familiar with the way the show works. It's a it's a dumpster fire. Like Derek may make us look good, but but we're still a trash. Fire. We're talking about dumpster fire. The title was previously set to the last thing I was recording, which is a thing <laughs> that we're not allowed to stream, and I'm not sure how much I'm even allowed to talk about. So oops. Nobody saw the previous title. I'll have to edit that in the Wait. Video Derek version. has 100% not been playing that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't even know what game it is for the, for the last two days. So ignore it. Don't worry about it. I don't. I don't know how much more fruitful we can really be about the conversation about Epic. Or, or not Epic. Um, Remedy uh, and Control Final Five. And Remedy, control. Yeah. yeah. Um, Microsoft. There's lots of stuff. Go to ahead, talk Finn. About, say it. Yeah. Say it, Finn. Finn's not here. Yeah. Finn's, Finn's not gone. here. Okay. Well, then, then I'll, 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 I'll fill in. I'll fill in for Finn. Boy, it sure would be nice if there was a remedy for the situation. I think that Finn was already, already made. Said it, John. That's why Justin is Finn too. I already too. said it. Why do I fucking bother? Why I don't do I know, John. That, why, why do, do you? Yeah. I log on every fucking day. Okay, like why do I even fucking bother? Why? Look, Let's go. what's the next? <laughs> for the record, Justin, Microsoft, you had the opportunity <laughs> and you didn't take it, and I will roast you for that till the end of this call. Microsoft, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. Let's talk about Microsoft and Xbox. Yeah, there have been multiple <laughs> sort of announcements and sort of leaks about Microsoft and the Xbox, the next generation Xbox platforms and their their lead launch title, Halo Infinite. Uh, who wants to take lead on this one? Uh, I, I can take it. Hefe, you yeah, got take it. it. Take it. Go, go, El Hefe. Uh, so we want to start with Halo? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, there's uh, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, Microsoft gave us our first look at um, Halo Infinite uh, not very long ago, and there was, as I understand, some mixed reception uh, as to... Uh, Mixed is generous. Yeah, whether um. people thought it looked good, not just visually, but from like a gameplay perspective, just there was a lot of concern um, about whether or not the game was ready and being rushed for this fall. And they seemed to be doubling down on it. They were like, we'll see you at launch or see you this holiday. Uh, and then pretty shortly after, they uh, uh, just came out with a statement and said it's delayed to 2021. They didn't even give a window. Um, it's just a nebulous 2021. So, I mean, we probably assume that's Q1, but who knows? Could be Q2, Q3. Um, and that's a pretty, I mean, I we know that new consoles never have a stellar first party lineup. They usually rely on the CODs and Maddens uh, and things like that. But I mean, this was going to be the first time in a long time that a Halo launched with an Xbox. And it's once again, not going to happen. And it leaves them looking pretty thin uh, at, at launch there. So. I mean, that's that. What what are the takes? <laughs> I mean, shit. I never thought about so, that. That literally every Xbox is. I'm sorry, did I talk over somebody? No, it's good. No, no, no. Go Blaine. You're the guest. You yeah. have precedence over everybody. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, like I just realized, like I never thought about it, but literally every Xbox has had some form of Halo at launch, whether it be the re-releases or be like, because Halo Three was launched for 360, right? No, no, no. no only so. what, only the very first Halo launched with an Xbox. That's I why say you don't talk out of your ass, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, th this 
I think you misunderstood. This is the first time since the original Xbox that there is a there was supposed to be a Halo coming with the launch of a new con- so, new Xbox console. I, okay. I I have to be I have to be completely honest here. My favorite thing about this whole situation was a no straight up one hundred percent serious no bullshit question that was posed to somebody on Twitter. I think it was I, I can't remember who they were asking, but they were like. Do you think this is? Do you think they delayed it because of Craig, because of the Craig memes? And I fucking almost died. I was like, <laughs> no, no, I don't think they del- No, I don't think Craig. <laughs> Craig killed Halo. I'm sorry, I don't make. Sure. Craig is busting his ass in the office every night. <laughs> Craig logs on every day. He's like, you're doing his best. John, John, you have to understand, Craig's sole purpose as a member of of the enemy forces is to stop master chief and he succeeded master chief has been stopped <laughs> time. uh i'm sorry he is the most successful enemy master chief has ever come up against so craig, so craig is too powerful for halo infinite to be released my my whole take on the situation there's is no need one to like be upset like there's no there's no need to be upset um you know it, craig knew all along but, uh, you know, am I surprised that they would delay this game? Yeah, I am. I mean, it, you know, Halo Infinite is one of the most anticipated. I mean, it's their flagship franchise. And, and uh, you know, it's one of the most anticipated Xbox Series X games. I fucking hate saying that name, by the way. Um, the XXX. XSX. The XSX. Tricky. All right. I got it. I got it. But... You know, am I surprised that they delayed it? Yeah, I am. Um, do I think they need to delay it? Yeah, probably. Um, do I think it's going to hurt Xbox Series X's chances at launch? No, I don't. I, I don't understand the doom saying. I don't understand the 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 consternation and and I, I just I just I don't get it. It's a brand new it's a brand new console. It's going to sell fine. And they got um, Game Pass. They've got Game Pass, which honestly is a bigger fucking value than Halo Infinite could ever be. Uh, and Their backwards compatibility uh, offerings are going to be so much better than Sony's. Well, and, I, and you know, Derek, this is something I've been saying, right? Like, I have traditionally been like, like Nintendo is always my main console, but I've always secondarily been a Sony guy. But but Xbox's commitment to to games conservation and allowing us to play these older titles has got me taking a really hard look at the Series X this year. Um, so, I mean, they don't need Halo Infinite to sell the console. Game Pass, in my opinion, is probably dollar for dollar the absolute best value av- available in the entire industry right now. And I don't see that changing. Um, and I think that's going to sell a lot of fucking consoles. I don't, I mean, would it be nice to have Halo Infinite this year? Yeah, probably, but I don't think they need it. Tell me if I'm wrong, though. Like, who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe, I, who knows? I mean, uh, but I don't know. Does anybody, does anybody disagree? I mean, Finn definitely seems like he's got some shit to say. Finn's got some shit to say. So Finn, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you spill well, it on me? Uh, Game Pass is obviously the best value Xbox has. It blows away anything the competitors are doing. It's probably the best thing By in the right far. now. Yeah, that is not up for discussion. But it's always so. Sometimes it's hard to break free from our Twitterverse and think of Joe Gamer during the holidays and the name halo has that cachet that draws people to drop whatever price they decide to announce eventually but and because it's a harder sell to be like 
Game Pass versus the new Halo. And I'm just trying to think, and you can see it in their marketing already. Microsoft has one done a 180 pivot on all of their marketing because from the announcement of the of Project Scorpio, no, not Scorpio, Project Scarlet or whatever the XXX was, has always been this is the most powerful system where you'll play the best games and they'll look better and they'll run better and we are where you will find the true next-gen experiences. And now with Halo pushed back and none of their other first-party offerings in any remote window close to that, go look at their marketing now. It's all about backwards compatibility. It's all about Game Pass. Their tagline is no longer that they're the most powerful and the best console. It's you can play four generations of they're they're pushing the legacy they're i think that's far more important too i think that's far more important people like us yes but and 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 that's where their marketing is going to be most important because mom and dad and grandma buying something for little timmy and little jane it'll be more important for them to you you just have to push like right out of the box you don't have to spend an extra 60 bucks for your monthly subscription your kids now have thousands of games at their fingertips. And that marketing is now, so we're going to see those two at play. What's more powerful for a next-gen console for the early adopters? Is it going to be the backward, the back catalog, or is it going to be the new experiences? And and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because both companies are now uh, embarking on very different marketing strategies. Uh, and we'll see how it goes because I, I, I want uh xbox to succeed because as we've seen anytime one console dominates the other it forces the other to adopt in ways that they never would have otherwise so justin i know you got your hand up real quick derek my big takeaway from everything finn just said is can we change somebody's name in here to joe gamer i don't care who it is but can we change it, it can't be me i've literally never played a video game in my life that, that's uh, fine but somebody john, needs to be joe gamer no no um, john q gamer John Q Gamer, John yeah. Q Gamer. I don't care which one it is. They're both great. Justin, you had your hand up. Yeah. Um, so I kind of see it from a different angle. Like, um, so I want to eventually get, we'll, we'll talk about the Series S in a minute, but I think I'm probably going to eventually grab that to be a, like a Game Pass and Halo box. Like, it's just, re- especially in a year where finances are going to be really, really tight for a lot of people, um, even among people that play a lot of games it's a really hard sell to kind of sell your console as another mid-gen upgrade almost instead of, Hey, we've got a new Spider-Man game. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it's very hard for me to get excited about, you know, a new console that isn't offering anything new that can only be done on it. Um, it, it's kind of the thing that bummed me out about, you know, when, um, when Microsoft said, you know, they're focusing on cross-gen games for a while, even from their first party, like, the exciting thing about a new generation is, you know, new stuff is going to be made that couldn't be done before. And the investment in, and, you know, the platform holders are the ones that invest in this new technology and this new research and stuff. And Microsoft is just just like, yeah, we made the most powerful console ever, and then we're not going to do that. Um, And it's a bummer. So, like, um, you know, Game Pass is a great deal, but is it exciting enough to warrant five hundred dollars for us for a console? That's um, a- and I don't, I don't think it is for me. 
That's exactly <laughs> well, what I, I do. I do commend them though for delaying Halo Infinite because that game clearly needed it, and I thought it was a this game's coming out when this console comes out, come hell or high water. And I think it's much more important for that game to be good, um, especially after the Master Chief to, Collection. Yes, and I think it's making a big. It's going to be making a big statement about the games coming from Microsoft Game Studios in the future. Because I think if that game came out and it was bad, um, lacking content, buggy, any of those things, I think people would have lost a lot of faith in Microsoft's ability to manage all these studios that they just purchased. Um, so I do really commend them for delaying Halo Infinite. Infinite. It makes the marketing hard, and I'm sure the console is going to sell out because hardcore will buy every console that's available on shelves holiday seasons. Um, we know that. We've seen it before. Um, but I think it's like in that period after the holiday and before Halo comes out, it's, it's going to be kind of a tough sell for some people. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't have much to add on Halo Infinite, but I just want to say I think Justin and Finn hit it, hit the nail on the head with the um, the Series X. Like the there's such a there's now such a gap between the marketing and the product where the marketing has all been like you've never seen anything this powerful. Like you've never seen games look like this, and to pivot to like or to pivot to now enjoy playing your game that came out seven years ago, Mass Effect. Like, you know, via backwards compatibility. Like, it's going to look better, but to ask people to drop... I mean, the system's going to be $800 in Canada. I'm not dropping $800 to play... I mean, I love Alan Wake. I'm not dropping that much to play that at 4K. But the flip side to this is that we're kind of at the point now where Microsoft puts out consoles because they have to put out a box for people to play their games on. But they aren't as concerned about the unit sales of those as they were maybe 10 or 15 years ago because Game Pass. So yep. <laughs> you know, if someone with a computer doesn't buy a Series X, but they sub to Game Pass, then they're, they're going to call that a win. So I, yeah. I mean, can I kind of transition uh, to the next Microsoft topic with yeah. that? Because yeah. I think it kind of it's kind of, kind of interrelated, in. yeah. So there was a leak, um, an official, a leak that is, has been corroborated by multiple sources. Um, multiple people got a hold of some brand new controllers uh, for the Xbox Series X. And that wasn't the only console that it was listed compatibility for. There was also the Xbox Series S. Um, this is what? the long-rumored Lockhart model that... Um, Leaked, I think, in December 2018. This is one of the worst kept secrets yeah. in gaming. But um, uh, I, it has not officially been announced yet. And I think it just goes to show how ridiculous this standoff in uh, release date, launch information, pricing and stuff is that we're getting official leaks of final mark, like final retail products before we get official announcements. Um, but yes, there is going to be a probably, um, you know, cheaper, um, cheaper model of Xbox um, that for people that don't want to pay as much money will be able to, um, will be able to purchase and play these games probably at a lower resolution based off of, based off of the rumors we just don't um, know why or what or yeah to me this is enticing because 
I like PlayStation as my primary specifically because I get wrist pain and the DualShock is like the one controller that doesn't give me wrist pain. I'm also a big fan of Sony's first party and I like to have my library as unified as possible. However, I really want to play Halo <laughs> um, and I want to check out some of these Game Pass games. I'm not dying to check out the Game Pass games, but I want to check them out. So like this is kind of a cool secondary option that I'd like to get down the line. Um, and... I think it's neat. Uh, so, does anybody have any specific thoughts on that? Uh, Blaine, do you have anything to weigh, maybe weigh in on? Blaine. It, Sorry, is is that a no, or can yeah. we just not hear Look, you? I'll pop in. I'll pivot <laughs> first and give you a little, little time to think on that, actually, yeah. if you want. So, Sorry. I'm, I'm Sorry thinking, if I put you two on the spot. It, what's funny is the, the Xbox Series X is looking like a harder and harder buy-in, at least for the launch window. Right. But in a certain way, I think about the Xbox Series S and and it's almost one of the best deals, regardless of price, because, you know, it's going to be cheaper than by some degree than probably the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. But it's, it's going to be maybe one of the best deals out there for somebody getting into console gaming or somebody who's maybe lapsed because of that extensive back catalog and backwards compatibility and um, you know, the, the increased performance of older titles on the new Xbox platform, because I don't think we've settled on a name for what we're going to call these two collectively together. I'm not calling them the Xbox series. That's not fucking happening. Um, <laughs> I think they officially said, yeah. I think they officially said it's just Xbox. Yeah. But like for real, I can pick up an Xbox series S assuming that it runs discs. I don't know that we know for sure that, it's that a disc the rumor version. is that it does not. Okay, well, the rumor is that it does not. But, it is an all digital console. But you can um, use less the RAM. And that's fine. I don't. I don't GPU. get to use my old discs. I could. I could buy an Xbox Series S as somebody who maybe didn't own a 360 or an Xbox One, and and know that I'm getting access to everything coming out in the future, but also experience these games that were on the 360, the Xbox One, even the original Xbox. Like I could. I could play Ninja Gaiden Black? <laughs> like, can I play Ninja Gaiden Black on PlayStation 5? I don't fucking think so. Like, you know, and so I think I think that ends up having the opportunity to be a really good deal for people who are not invested in Microsoft's ecosystem, oddly enough. Um, but, but yeah, I... Uh, price is going to matter to some degree I, on both systems. Well, not just price. Like, like I'm curious, uh, uh, Blaine. Where do you do the majority of your gaming? I just realized I don't know that. Um, it it on it varies. Um, honestly, the most part, I always come back to the Switch because there's always something I can just kind of pick up if I'm in bed or just. Oh, blessed, blessed Blaine. Um, I play Animal Crossing with my boyfriend. Like, I actually got to play more of it, but we play that like a lot. Um. Uh, yeah, like, it, it's just the easiest, simplest thing. Otherwise, I used to be, I mean, for the longest time I was into PS4, but the Xbox with the Game Pass, with backwards, everything, I have a Generation 1 Xbox One that I bought from a co-worker, and that is probably the best investment in video games that I've made in, like, the last eight years. That and the Switch, probably. 
So, so is is something like an is like an Xbox Series S something that that entices you? Um, like, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on on this whole thing? Like, like not to put you on the spot, but I I want to I want to no, no, no. rope you into this. Put me on the spot as much as you want. It's why I'm here. Um, All right, you're on the fucking spot, Blaine. All right, there we go. The, I actually, it is actually kind of hot in here. But um, <laughs> it, it's it's difficult. I'm in a difficult position because on one hand. I know I'm getting an Xbox this next generation. It's going to happen because just to, based on, again, like the Game Pass, commitment to backwards compatibility, um, the majority of people having access to it, and the fact that there are affordable versions no matter what. I mean, we know that there's going to be a more affordable version of the PS5, but we don't yet know. Is it going to be like one is five ninety nine, one is two ninety nine, or is it one is five ninety nine, one is four ninety nine, or or five fifty? You know. Um, but with the Xbox, the biggest conflict I have is that if those rumors are true and there is not a middle of it has a disk drive, but it's also cheaper, I'm going to have to go with the higher end because I don't know if it's just because I, I have an addiction to physical media somewhere right yeah. now. Peter is just losing his mind. Woo! But um, <laughs> physical media. I love you, Peter. <laughs> but uh but no like i i need physical media and i need to be able to play it and again also the thing the fact that like i bought a ps4 collector's edition and then because that burnt out um it was the uncharted 4 one it burnt out and i got a free upgrade essentially to ps4 pro even with that seeing that difference anybody who knows me knows i'm not freaking out about frame rates i come into the fucking chat and i'm just like what do you mean this is like better at 120? I don't see a difference. And then people like Justin get mad at me. I love you, Justin. But um, frame rate doesn't matter. People like Justin. I love Justin. But um, yeah, like even if though that difference doesn't quite make a difference to me, it's hard not to think why not just get the more powerful device if I know it's gonna have all that anyway. And I know that I already have like I've already benefited so much that thing that I know are not going to change when I have a lot of gray areas for PS5. I hope that didn't like go off the beaten path too far. Are you good? Get back on the path, Blaine. Jesus. So far, you're not my dad. <laughs> Wait, no, yes, you are. He's Shit. everyone's dad. I'm everyone's dad. What are you talking about? I'm like fucking like until Maddie left the show. Like Maddie was like 23, and I'm like I'm 40 now. So, like, Maddie literally could have been my son if I'd had a son at, like, 17 or something. So, yeah, I'm everyone's dad, Blaine. I'm everyone's father. Damn it. Now I feel old. So, um, we've got about 30 minutes left, and we need to dive into our biggest topic tonight. Yeah, I get the feeling um, Capcom ain't happening tonight. That, that, yeah, that might I'm have sorry. to get saved for next week. That's okay. Sorry, oh, no. Like we we got we got other stuff. Oh, maybe some pre-recorded stuff. On no, that. we can just now, fold in next week. Now That's people fine. in now people in chat yeah. are talking about my age and I'm. We're probably sad. we're All gonna right. need to update the Epic Game situation next week anyway too. So like, <laughs> I can already <laughs> tell that's gonna be a couple of shows of of updates. But but uh, but so yeah. Who who wants to kick off our uh, our our if, main course tonight? <laughs> Noah Mines, I'd love to start off. Please, uh, Derek, the please. master of ceremonies for our spiciest topic. So, the long and the short of it is that Epic Games wanted to bypass. So, if you, when you buy V Bucks in Fortnite, traditionally 
you're buying it through, you know, on your on your phone, you're buying it through Google Play, you're buying it through iTunes, and they get a cut of that revenue. If you buy $20 worth of, of V-Bucks, I think, is it is it still 30-something on the... It's 30%, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 30, I was going to say, it's 30-something percent. Um, so they get they get that much of, of what you spent um, in, for V-Bucks. So Epic put in a method within the game for a way for you to basically bypass Apple store and, and buy V bucks directly from Epic inside their app, which goes against Apple's terms of service. So Apple shut them down. Uh, we also found out shortly before going live that the same thing happened with Google play, Google play, shut them down. No go. You buy your in-game currency through our stores and we get our cut or nothing. Um, Y'all, it took Epic maybe 30 seconds, right, to roll out, like... Because <laughs> they had that shit ready to go, Derek. To roll they out this, to roll. this overproduced, like, weirdly propagandistic, um, you know, video, like, basically asking the gamers to rise up, um, and also hit Apple and Google both with lawsuits. Um, I don't know what legal ground they have to stand on necessarily, but they're going to fucking go for it. <laughs> I know that companies aren't one person, but this whole thing feels very Tim Sweeney to me, just based on like oh, yeah. the way he talks. I could just picture him just like, everyone get out. I need five oh, minutes in front of the <laughs> Y'all no, think it's a Tim Sweeney thing? Because this reeks of Tencent to me. I mean, that kind of that too. Probably both. So, yeah. so I can so, see that. Because so, it's like, yeah. here's here's the other thing we need to mention. God, I didn't in, even make that Tencent connection. In in game today, they launched a a trailer, so to speak, that you watch in Fortnite. An ad that you actually watched in the game, based on. So, if you're not familiar with George Orwell's novel, uh, 1984, it's about a dystopian future. Uh, and Apple very famously used this uh, in an ad attacking Microsoft back in the 80s, right? It's one of the most famous tech advertisements of all time. So Today, they actually <laughs> created the hashtag free Fortnite, which is fucking ridiculous to me because Fortnite <laughs> is the biggest game in the fucking world. Um, but, but. They launched this trailer about free Fortnite based on the dystopian novel 1984 and asked players to join the fight. So so here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. The majority of Fortnite players are 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 young are are like kids. It's right? a lot. Like, of, I don't know about majority, but it's a lot of kids. It's yeah. a lot, right? My son is 12. He play he has 650 hours in Fortnite on his Switch. He has no fucking idea what 1984 is. And he actually, sent me a, he actually sent me a message on Discord today. I'll show you guys after we get off. And he was like, he says, Dad, why is Fortnite being weird? I was like, I was like, why do you, I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, they want me to be a soldier. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he said, I was like, and I was like, oh, my God, he's talking about the fucking he's talking about the fucking uh, the, the video they made. Like, I have a huge 
fucking problem with this. I have a huge fucking it's problem so with disgusting. this because because one like it's like beyond the grossness of the situation. Like, who is to say that that you know different companies or political parties will pay for these kind of fucking promotions or advertisements in games like Fortnite? Yeah, you know, like you you may laugh at it, but in 2020. As, I don't fucking care. Nothing is off the table anymore as far as I'm concerned. And I don't need my son being fed corporate propaganda, being told to join the fight. Dude, anybody who's on the fence, these companies don't give a shit about you. Epic doesn't give a shit about you. Apple doesn't give a shit about you. They want to make money. They are not your friend. Don't join the fight. There is no fight, okay? It's the same shit that Marvel and Sony did over the Spider-Man license in the MCU. It's the exact same fucking thing. Weaponizing your fan base fucking sucks. It's bullshit. Finn had his hand up, and I want to... I do want to pop to him next. Um... I get John. That's fine. Uh, I, I want to point out a couple things. One is the timing of this. Like you said, they've had this planned and they're waiting for the proper timing. And because this entire thing hinges on antitrust laws and monopoly laws, the fact that they waited until Google and Apple and everyone just left their talks with the government about that very thing. And now they're going to use this because Apple is already under pressure from the government about their own app store uh, rules and laws and 30% cut and their ironclad, like just crushing everyone in the way that doesn't adhere to that. So the fact that they're already under uh, pressure from the government and now Epic is just sending out a signal flare and shining a light on this and proving oh, that, that, no. that that's exactly what's happening. And no, you, no. Yes. Okay. All right. Hold yes, on. Hold on, Finn. Exactly hold on. Hold on. I, Finn, I understand the argument. I get the argument. But Epic is not the fucking company to be, to be leading this. Epic effort. is the okay. only well, company it's that It's a 17... Fuck, it like, doesn't you know, matter. Crime you have, Cry John, me a river, John, John, Epic. You, it's a seventeen you, billion dollar company. Like stop cry me a fucking like, river. Stop thinking like a hot take gamer and think of the no, big picture no, on it. No, I'm not thinking Epic like a hot take gamer. Epic is the only one that can no, go up against Apple and no, Google and no, actually hold no, their no, own. No, no, okay, no, name another no, company no. that'll do it. Name another Microsoft, Sony, like no, like because, any other developer. Because, no, like, because Microsoft and Sony are next. That's the end game. If Epic wins, it sets precedent. And then suddenly the cut that they take from all developers across the board. Goes also, down. Microsoft and Sony have no reason to do this sort of thing with Epic. Like it's they not are the putting same. literal propaganda in their fucking video game. I'm not it's saying that's that the right path. I'm just saying Epic is the no, only what it, company that can your but the fact but the fact that they are willing to do this tells me that they're not they're not the right company or they're, they're not it, it's it's garbage it's bullshit it's Don't literal it's the it's only literal way. propaganda being fed to gamers and kids most of them are young children blame i see. i love you finn by the way i'm all right on you uh, <laughs> see i talk about being conflicted and feeling awkward and being in positions before like i because i essentially Neither one of you is incorrect in the facts you are saying. And I more so agree with John than I agree with Finn. That's what I'm the talking about. The problem 
the problem is that hopefully this sets a good precedent. Like, uh, hopefully, if this goes that way that, e that Epic wants it to go, that could be a the quote-unquote slippery slope, but of now indies don't have to deal with Apple's bullshit or Google Play's bullshit. Because is, is this 30% based on all store purchases, or is it specifically in-app purchases that this applies to? It's it's a flat thirty percent of any purchase of anything on the app store. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then the hope is, I mean, in the uh, the most ideal version of this for being pro consumer and pro small scale is that if Epic wins this, then Joe Schmo, sorry, J John Q Gamer, who or John Q Developer in this case, who puts their game up on one of these stores now, will get a bigger cut, and it will help them more than it will say help. Well, actually, well, it'll help them more immediately than it will say and be more noticeable so, beneficial than a bigger company. But the problem there is I don't fucking trust Epic. To, yes, like, thank actually, you. Yes, thank you. That's my fucking I don't problem. Trust, I don't trust no, Epic to make a sweeping across the board thing if they can. I more so see this, and, and you can call me a conspiracy theorist, even though they said they're not going to get any backdoor deals or whatever. I almost have more of a feeling that there's going to be some kind of on the front side. Oh yeah, things are changing, but then five years from now, it's literally going to be the same bullshit. But now bigger companies get a little more sway with other big companies, and the little guy's still going to get fucked. So that's Blaine, my biggest worry. Following your line of thinking, then uh, once this thirty percent cut is gone, then the prices of all the V bucks in Fortnite they're all going to go down, right? They actually were in the brief time that they did what they did the V-Bucks were 35% cheaper than they were on the App Store without it. They were 20% cheaper. No, someone put it up 30. That's what I saw. But yeah, it doesn't matter. No, they, they were 20% cheaper because that makes it so that it subtracts part of the cut and then they still got more money. Still cheaper. It, to illustrate how it would benefit. The yeah. result was yeah. it was cheaper to the, end, to, the, to the consumer. And they did do that on yeah. the Epic Game Store as well. So there's You're precedent. But it's, it's like Blaine said, I... You can't trust any of these companies because they're mm -hmm. everyone's out to make money, and so like it's nice that it was cheaper, but it's hard not to feel like it's just posturing because they knew what was going to happen, and oh, it's a hundred percent. All of this was calculated. And that's why I say the timing of it with Apple being investigated by the government is mm -hmm. purely. Let me clarify. I'm not like kissing. I agree with epic you. I agree with on you. this one. I'm just saying that they are the only company that has the clout and the means to go up and even make this a possibility. Because other people mentioned Sony and Microsoft, but they don't have a big presence on phones. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying with that, but the way they're uh, like Finn, uh, uh, let's let's play devil's advocate and say that you're right. I don't think you are. The devil doesn't but, need but, an advocate. But, let's not do but, that. But, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, I want to kick it over to Justin. But... <clears throat> The way they're going about this fucking sucks. It yeah. sucks. It sucks fucking ass. Yep. And it, it, it's garbage. Fe like, again, like maybe I've got a different perspective on it because I'm a parent, but my wife and I had to talk about this tonight and asking my son to join the fight that like, that, like, you know, keep your fan base out of this shit. Like if you're having a corporate spat, leave it in but, the fucking boardroom. Don't weaponize your fucking fan base. But John, I, because Weaponizing no, your fan base is how you're No, no here's the thing. None of these kids have any fucking idea what any of this means. 
Tomorrow, a bunch of fucking Fortnite players who are 12, 13 are going to be angry at Apple and they're not even going to know why. John, I agree with you, but I like this isn't new and this isn't just Epic doing this. Every company is weaponizing their kids. Like, why do you think fanboys exist? Why do you think all those 12 year old kids loved their Genesis and hated the other system? Like, this is literally what these companies do. And Epic's Epic's doing something different in the game. Like, I get that. But, like, before, John. It's but this is different, but this is different than like a Super Nintendo commercial that says or like a Genesis commercial that says Sega does what Nintendo don't. But this is actively like, you know, only because Twitter didn't exist back in the day. Right. Like this is actively broadcasting into your game to like, you know, hey, this other company is bad. Join the fight. It's like it's like it's like that. It's like the shit from They Live, you know, like just fucking consume you know, conform. Like it just, it, it leaves such a bad taste in my fucking well, mouth. Just hold on. I know, I know, I know Justin had his hand up for a while. So I yeah, yeah you're I, right. You're right. Justin had, and, and, and then I, we'll kick it back all, over to Blaine. All I wanted to say is that, um, just Sweeney actually clarified his position on the console platform holders earlier today. Um, and I just want to, th- I think that's like an interesting perspective. Cause it's only, it's just slightly different enough that for why he doesn't have an issue with them as much because you know Fortnite gets prime you know real estate on the on the stores they also help publish their trailers like they feel that the platform holders on top of actually creating a network specific for gaming um do a lot of additional promotion and the money that they get goes back into the gaming industry where he feels that Apple's cut and Google's cut on the Play Stores is money being taken away from developers that's not going back into the industry, um, which is an interesting perspective. Like, I I don't know. I don't really have much to weigh in on this topic. I agree with John. I wish, I wish I could trust that this would end in a way that you know maybe all developers would get a larger share. I would I would love for more of my money to go to developers when I buy a game. I, I, I don't think anybody that follows this hobby and this industry would disagree with that. And I think it could also curb certain types of monetization. It could help smaller teams. I just, again, I'm one of those people that just doesn't trust that it's going to trickle down to the teams that really need it. We use the trickle down verbs. I, I know that I know that and I hate, I hate the way Epic's going or about this too. I fully agree with John on I think we can all how agree they're the methods that, are yeah. unsavory, but if the yeah. end result is more well, money to devs and less money to consumers, then cool. Well hold on, let's let's It's beyond yeah. unsavory though. That's the problem. Like I feel like I feel like one of the biggest reasons I'm even though I don't have a fucking dog in this race at all, I still am just I'm just kind of so, uh, like, 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 like when you and you Finn and you Jeff were talking about, well, here's the bright side. Like, even though I know I agree with like generally what you're trying to get at. And, you know, we had that whole conversation already. Like I still initially just feel like a mm, is because it, it, it gets, no, no, not at you, obviously, but like it gets under my skin to see a, a corporation known for all this fucked up bullshit, gambling mechanics, manipulating people into paying, spending as much money as possible, um, working their devs to the fucking bone. Like, all that, and now on top of that, they're gonna go, we're, 
we're the little guy. You got to help us stand up against Big Bad Apple because we're the little guy. And they yeah, and co-opted. It's a $17 billion company. I mean, well, yeah, and a trillion dollar company. Yeah, I mean. Right? It doesn't matter. It, and, there's I'm also. Not it, though. And, oh, yeah. and co-opting anti-fascist, like, mindsets and language it's the same piss i get when yeah, like that's pretty gross yeah it's like when fucking trump tries to say like oh no, we gotta no, protect that, Jews or something like that like it's it, just it wasn't it's about that kind that of thing lane. i'm sorry because it was a direct parody of apple's own 1984 commercial about ibm's monopoly that's what the I, only no. Uh, yes, it was. A I get that, but the language is still fucking ridiculous. That, right? Like, I like this is what Blaine is saying. Like, does that make it right or cool or appropriate for them to do that? Because I like, like what makes yeah. it even worse for me right now is living in the age of fucking Trump, where we have all this fucking propaganda that this administration is churning out to the public on a daily basis, and now we got to put up with it in fucking Fortnite. Give me a fucking break, Derek. Go ahead. All right, so, um, oy, yeah, there's a lot to dig into on this. It sure be spicy. I this is just today. I have, Imagine yeah, what tomorrow. Will bring. I know. I have a question. <laughs> yeah, please, no. I have a question, and I am. I really fucking do not want to lob a grenade <laughs> in defense of Apple or Google, two companies that I deeply, deeply hate, but. So let's say you give Epic what they want, which is the ability to sell their V-Bucks, their in-game money through their game and and circumvent Apple's store. Okay. Apple now has to deal with all of the, uh, all of the work and all of the labor in regards to, um, Fortnite being on their platform for zero dollars of revenue is a free fucking game. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason that that rule exists in the first place, whether or not like where your stance is on the 30% cut, which I think we all, if you ask me, I, I don't think it's possible to support the 30% cut that is taken out of most storefronts at this point. I think we desperately need that to be scaled back. Um, I think Epic uses what, 12% on their own storefront, which is much, much, much more reasonable to me, everything else aside. Um, But selling your shit through and circumventing the store doesn't actually like have anything to do with that. That's just intentionally picking a fight. Like they knew what would happen and they had pre prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like Lee, I don't even see where they stand on legal grounds because you kind of have to accept Apple's terms of service to be on their platform. So I don't even think that it's that the lawsuit actually does anything other than other than kind of to where Finn's point was. And I think you might be wanting to head to Finn that you pick the bad fight in order to get the concessions out of Apple and Google in terms of the cut through their store. Um, Epic is the only company of, of the big gaming companies that I see being able to do this because there's just nobody else, both as big as Epic and also in a position where they do so much business through the mobile platform holders, right? Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft have no reason to rock that boat 
to the same degree that Epic does. And anybody else who, who wants to is not Epic big. And it's $17 billion company is a lot, but a trillion dollar company is like, Epic is, er, sorry, Epic, I combined two names. Apple's one of the biggest corporate evils <laughs> in the world. Um, Epic can't even fucking come close to that in terms of evil companies. They're an evil company, but they're like, they're the bad news bears compared to the Chicago Cubs. That's the same sport, right? I don't know sports, but, sure. <laughs> but like, I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, I'm a Chicago Cubs fan. I'll allow it. Yeah. So, 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 you know, it's, I'm, it, the one thing I, I, I am not on Epic side on is I'm, I'm fucking grossed out by them sending these messages to, to the, I mean, they know it's kind of like we, we sit here and we criticize big streamers and big content like creators all the time about know your fucking audience and produce your content to the audience that you have, because you're responsible for what your audience takes away from you. Um, and we know historically that young men Young white men, which is a large chunk of the gaming audience, surely a huge part of Fortnite's audience, are very prone to radical, like to radicalization, and not always in the direction no. you want. No, I know it's crazy to believe. That's wild. So, I I'm not sitting here saying that like Epic is responsible if some dipshit shoots up an Apple store, but like. Did nobody at Epic think about the fact that somebody might shoot up an Apple store? Like, you can't be responsible for what fucking crazy people do, but you gotta be careful with with that kind of incendiary rhetoric and imagery, with that in, with that impressionable and and frankly batshit of an audience. Young white men can't be trusted. I say that as one. No, I agree. Wasn't there, it's true. We I, are the worst. Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> I mean, it, it, go ahead. Somebody else wanted to get a word in. Justin and then me, Wasn't, I think. Yeah, oh, I, the go, go, go ahead. I kind of have an additional thing to add. If you guys are building on the same conversation, go ahead. I'm just more like, didn't, wasn't a either a developer or like a Google office or something literally have like an attempted shooting like three months ago? Or four months ago? Wasn't this a thing? It was um, Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, right? It was Twitter last year, I believe. Okay, it was last year. I thought it was more recent than that, but God, 2020 never ends. But like, <laughs> I, I just remember this being a thing. It's like, Der Derek, like, like at the moment, Derek said, I'm not saying they're responsible for that, but wait, have they actually? That was exactly what my mind did. I was like, wait, that's already happened in other ways, though. So like, it's not even hyperbole at this point. I'm pretty sure there's been attacks on like um, journalists, like uh, news studios or newspaper, um, at least mm -hmm. a couple. And it's the same thing, like the anti, the fake news, yeah. the media. It's yeah. like, no, no exactly. you aren't telling me to shoot them up. But, like, fucking... You're weaponizing everyone against another side and something's going to happen. <laughs> I, I work in the news and I worry almost every month whether or not it's the month I'm going to die at work. So <laughs> thanks a lot, assholes. I wish I was there to protect you, Derek. Uh, Finn, you had something too. Yes, I just uh, look. I again, I feel like we should blanket say I don't think anyone's agreeing that uh, Fortnite's in-game messaging was appropriate or good. For sure, for sure. Uh, I don't of think course. any anyone here is arguing that fact, right? We can put that to bed. 
I mean, you know where I stand. <laughs> no, I've been pretty vague on it. No, okay, so, but Derek mentioned... Okay, so so if I've been vague on you it, let me go ahead and drill down on it. Fuck <laughs> off. Okay, so, so Derek mentioned briefly that he didn't know what legal standing they had for this, and I just wanted to point out that that's just not true, and they know that. And that's why one of Epic's lawyers in this suit is an antitrust lawyer that was like some big government person. But because right now, literally at this moment, two weeks ago, the Supreme Court decided that a lawsuit, a, a, an inquiry about antitrust can be going into against Apple because their 70-30 split is monopolistic and and is unfair to the people that it's dictating it towards. Okay. And so that is why between that and the U.S. government, like uh, like hearings and what's going on in Europe against Apple and the threat against if they pull WeChat from Apple, then they lose all the China customers. Apple is under more pressure right now than they have been since the iPhone, I think. And so Epic knew this was the best time to strike because all they're doing is going to highlight what the government is already accusing Apple of. And by doing what they did and having themselves get pulled, it's only going to show, see, we were right. And I, that's why they did what they did. Their timing was intentional. They knew this was happening. They waited until Apple was already under investigation for this very thing. And we saw it in the 90s with Microsoft. Just because you're the world's biggest company at the time in tech does not make you immune to being broken down for this. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Uh, again, busted Ep- was next. Ep- Epic's uh, methods are shit, but unfortunately, John, they are the only company that can stand up and have the clout. I, I would rather act- see a coalition of, of companies stand up. And but you're not like going that. to. Not- they have the it, money. It, right. Sure. Are you saying gaming companies should rise up? <laughs> John, are you calling Justin? Justin, Justin, go ahead and get your thought. Save us. So, kind of just a couple extra additional. Oh, it's factors. weird. Derek just—I just saw Derek look at the camera. It's really weird. It's, I don't like it. So, I don't like um, it. Sorry. It was just—it was just last week when um, Apple decided that streaming services like XCloud and um, Stadia and stuff would not be allowed on their platforms, um, and people started criticizing that move because. There's no way for them to control what happens in those apps. Um, there's no way, you know, it's just it's just streaming from a server. If you purchase something, they don't get a share, um, but they still have to be able to support it and stuff. So that was a whole thing that started last week. So that's another additional pushback that they're getting from gaming companies um, recently um, in regards to the App Store and everything. Um so that's just one thing I wanted to mention because I think that's really fascinating because right now it feels like Apple is the big block toward a lot of people getting access to these gaming streaming services. Um, whether you like them or not or think, you know, they're viable, um, you know, if they're not on if they're not on the App Store, that cuts off a literally billion plus people from being able to access them, um, especially um, in the U.S. and Europe. And so I think, um, and I don't really know what, I don't really have a strong opinion either way on that because I don't know what, um, you know, they could do to make that, you know, a more equitable uh, solution for everybody. But the problem is, um, that's it. But also, I wanted to mention just 
part of the reason why epic um epics you know talk about the the way this impacts the little man kind of rings hollow is how many times have they taken music dances even characters from movies and altered them slightly and sold them for money in Fortnite without compensating anybody involved in the in the process um i mean we even have have an example of eventually they got paid and did an official one because they had a skin that was clearly john wick right when john wick 3 came out oh yeah i remember that shit and then a few and then they you know they denied it over and over again and then a few months later they got an official john wick bundle and it was almost the same skin (laughs) like um it was just slightly adjusted and stuff so like epic Epic's guilty of a lot of this same shit. Should we get into the um, Fortnite dances? Like, <laughs> yeah, and the dances that primarily are taken from a lot of people of color um, that don't even get credited, much less compensated. I saw our um, friend Maddie had a tweet about that, and someone mentioned that now, like, they're not doing the, the, they're not going back and doing it, but moving forward, anyone that is taking a dance from gets credited and paid. So I don't know. <laughs> well, that's but fuck great. you I, if we already got I it. Not, <laughs> I had not heard about that, but, um, I don't know. But again, like, it's, probably, I don't know. I probably, but, it. um, I, I, I just find it hard to believe that Epic's going to do something aside from negotiating their own cuts and ways that they do this directly with Apple and Google. And, much less um, instead of, you know, something that'll trickle down to every developer, Um, which is why it's really hard for me to have a strong opinion on this. Well, the other problem is, is that Apple's argument about not letting xCloud on holds no water because the same thing can be said for any uh, TV or movie streaming service. Yeah, and and that's that's a whole other issue is regular apps can do some of this stuff, but gaming apps have a different set of rules. So currently they also do have a bit of hypocrisy in their own store with their own terms of service. This is a whole other topic. I don't want to go into that, but I just want to point out like there's a little bit of a difference between like just streaming audio and video and actually like playing a game in terms of like communicating with other services, communicating with other players. Sometimes there's there's, like privacy and data and stuff. I think a big part of it is like the security because Apple for all their awfulness is like one of the most locked down secure um ecosystems but like i said this could be a whole half hour talk on its own yeah blaine what up um that just made me think about how there's different rules for interactive versus watching someone's lawyers i guess xcloud microsoft um look in and see can you can you play any because i know there's a netflix app on um that can you play bandersnatch or the minecraft story mode on a you cell can. phone device you, an apple device you can people have people have checked that okay so based on how case law works or based on how law works of well how come this person was able to do it and i can't Microsoft just won their suit. I'm going to be surprised if that's not something that they bring up in if they bring a suit to Apple or in any kind of discussion because I can you already see, have an interactive media within the other ma- within the other app. Even I can see it being different in fully- terms of like communication though. Like I think there's there's a difference between playing something like Bandersnatch or like Minecraft Story Mode and playing like 
Battlefield online where you can communicate with yeah. other people I mean, and there's fair. there's more. So I mean, I can see that being being like a wrinkle, but like it's just, it's just not clear cut and it's going to be weird watching no, all not. of this. It opens an argument, but it's yeah. not a guaranteed this is going to win them the argument. Yeah. Oh, God, this is going to be this is going to be fucking weird. It's, it's <laughs> going to be, be good. Mess. The discourse. Yeah. The discourse. They're going to have headlines. Be... This is this is at least two more shows worth of headlines we're gonna get out of this in the future. Uh, oh, so. yeah. it's only been like twelve hours. Like who's Spotify has yeah. Spotify has already thrown their support behind uh, behind yes. Epic. Why Spotify is Spotify, Spotify saying anything? Fair. Fuck off. The nice thing about it. The nice Wait, thing about Spotify this is like, I, it's not like a big company trying to crush a small one. It's like literally, no matter who fucking ends up getting rolled in this, I. Don't feel bad. I don't really care. It's Godzilla versus <laughs> yeah. King Kong. One of the two is significantly larger than the other, but <laughs> to a certain degree, everyone sees them both as big. So, so uh, we are we are both to King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's never coming out, Justin. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, there's toys available, and there's no trailer for that movie. Yeah, like, I know. What the hell? It's the same. That, when you were talking about the Xbox controller coming out before the announcement of the console, it made me think of the Godzilla vs. King Kong toys, and I was like, yeah. Well, hey, the Godzilla vs. King Kong toys are legally available. The controller was not obtained via uh, typical retail channels. Hey, if you say. know, hit me up. I want one. <laughs> I gotta uh, cut uh, that from the recording. If you got some friends in joke. Chicago, hit them up. <laughs> so we, we are uh, we are we are bumping up against our time here, um, and uh, I, I don't want to I don't want to go too long. Uh, uh, there's a few housekeeping uh, items I want to go over before we end the show. Uh, first of all, uh, first and foremost, a huge thank you to Blaine for, for yeah. joining us tonight. Uh, Blaine, you were an absolute delight to have on, uh, and uh, and we are so grateful that you are part of our, our wholesome little SDGC community, uh, which is why, uh, which is why we asked you on. You're great. And for anybody who doesn't know, where can they find you on Twitter and then where can they find your content? So you can find me on Twitter at a uh, bling Blaine, the God killer Kletchko quotes. Um, the at itself is at, at morbid curiosity, but it's spelled weird because some jackass stole the name in like 2011. Um, it's M O R B I D C U R I O U S T Y. Can somebody and, throw that in uh, chat? Can we, uh, can we can can we get that in the chat for everybody? I've already forgotten, but I can pull it up on Twitter and I can okay. put it in there. Yeah, yeah, pull it up. Pull oh, it up. That's that what I, I got it. I got it. Go ahead, Blaine. And I will be doing more Twitch stuff. Um, it's just a matter of schedule. I mean, I. I'll be frank. I kind of lost both my jobs, so I have a lot of free time, but I have other things I have to do. So that's scheduled. Well, uh, let Welcome us know uh, when you start streaming, and maybe we can host you on our channel. Oh, yeah. um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, as if I could, please, please. I just wanted to say, you know, like I I've told y'all this in private, but I feel like it's important. I want to share this with. The when I first started watching this, um, I was not in such a good place. I'll be honest, I'm still not in a super good place. None of us really are. But I remember when I first came across Maddie and I talked to him, and then I met you, John, and then I met pretty much everyone else, like a big fucking bunch of dominoes after that. 
I, I honestly, I can't even remember how long it's been. I feel like it's only been a year or less, but, like, not just the 2020 bullshit, but, I mean, it feels like I've known you all so much longer than I actually have. This has been, being a part of this community, being a viewer, being a friend of y'all, has just been, su it has such a positive effect on my life, and just as much as you want to thank me for coming on, honestly, just thank you y'all for, for helping me in a time where I honestly really need it, and it just it just means a lot that is that is exactly why we do it. that is exactly off. why we do it but but really not just for you blaine but this goes for anybody who watches us uh, you you get all the credit the string i mean i mean that's a strength that already existed inside of you so and that goes for everybody who watches this podcast um it ties into something that i'm going to say here in just a second actually um real quick a quick housekeeping item um this weekend myself and Brittany. Uh, uh, it's Peachia on Twitter, a member of our community. We are going to be recording our thoughts on the Final Fantasy fourteen patch five point three, uh, Reflections in Crystal, the end of the of the Shadowbringers. <laughs> Jeff is like, what oh. the fuck, man? Jeff, do you want in? Yes. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> You're not, not going to bring Jeff in on that? No, I didn't think Jeff had finished it yet. Of course I finished it. Did you finish you were, it? You asked if you could minute. play the final boss with me. I guess I did. Oh. Oh. You didn't the tell betrayal. me you were the final boss, Jeff. The betrayal. I couldn't because I wasn't at a high enough gear level, so I had to grind some duties out, and I did it the next morning. He oh my God, Jeff! Jeff. Jeff. Oh. Jeff, what the fuck? I told you to tell me. <sighs> I told you to tell me, Jeff. So I could do it with I you. I can't believe. So I could play it with you. So I could be there. Oh. We'll take this. We'll take this. We'll settle this offline. Let's take this outside. Hey, hey, I can't believe friend. Jeff turned okay. heel, y'all. Well, I guess. I guess we know which child Game Dad prefers less. Jesus. No. At any rate, so it looks. So Jeff, Brittany, and myself, we'll be recording. We'll be recording our thoughts. One more uh, housekeeping. Uh, Jeff and Justin will also be recording our uh, thoughts on Fall Guys. Oh, I got some content coming after the weekend. Thank you for reminding me about that. Um, did, did somebody say Fall I Guys? I lost track of days. <laughs> this is a disaster. So, um, <laughs> oh, this whole podcast. We should probably end this and talk about ever this stuff amongst ourselves instead of It could not be more air. clear that we so, do not actually so coordinate on shit. Nobody, nobody's mad at each other. Um, so real quick, uh, before we go, uh, one last piece of housekeeping. Um, I've been doing this podcast for about uh, four years now. And our motto, it's funny that this is coming up in chat because our motto for a long time has been, it's not always poetry. We don't always agree, but we always keep it real. It's, that's, how, that's how I've ended the show. Are you about to change the fucking motto on us? Four years. I am. Um, well, I at, just at least, got it down. Just hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's hear Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I've had a problem with I've had a problem with anger issues for my entire life, and I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And listening to feedback, not just from the community, but from my friends here. Uh, and I think one of my biggest flaws is the fact that I do allow myself to get uh, angry at things that I shouldn't. Um, even though that anger is coming from a good place, it's not good for me. 
and it's not good for anybody else. And I want this podcast to reflect, like, you know, we can sit here and say, it's not always poetry. We don't always agree. And those things are true, but they don't, they don't reflect what I think is at the core of this podcast and this community. Um, and so I, I would like it, I would like it to be something that I think reflects who we are and encapsulates our entire community. So with that, I will sign off by saying good night and remember it costs nothing to be kind. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. I know you didn't bring this up with the group, but I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I feel it. I, we're, I, we're still going to sternly talk to you about that, but we're down. Honestly, we don't have to. It's I think I can remember it. I, I think <laughs> I can remember it. So I'll let this one slide. All right. Take us off the air. All right. We love you all. Be safe.